Did you just wink at your cat? I did. <laughs> Does she understand that? She like half winked at me and so I winked back at her. Our three cents. My name is Laura. I'm Molly. I'm Bailey. And it's been a minute. And I know. I feel like we're recording these like once a month at this well, point. But also, oh, and it's our fiftieth. Confetti cannons go off. Yeah, say that, that's just a just a downer kind of note to start off on. Let's. I was eventually going to get to it. Eventually. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. But this sorry. is fine. It has, it's been a while. Come on again. And sparklers. And yeah. And the crowd goes wild. Crowd blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, it's been a minute. It's, it's been a couple of minutes, yeah. Life has happened. Lots of things have happened in life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're here. Mm-hmm. And we're all alive. Mm-hmm. And well. And making it. So, yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, I actually have a funny story I'd like to tell. Go oh ahead. Oh boy, yep. Go for it. Hit it. So, last week, I was going to go on a date with this guy from a dating app. And mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about him. My gut was just like, this is a cool dude. Like, you should just ask him to go get drinks. And so, I was... I was getting lunch with my coworker, and I was telling her, I was like, I know nothing about this dude. Like, I don't even know his last name. Like, I can't stalk him on Facebook or anything because I know nothing about him. And she was like, she's like, well, do you know where he works? And I was like, I do, actually. And she's like, then you can stalk him on LinkedIn. And I was like, that's a great idea. And so... <laughs> I assume I know where your story is going now, just being a user of LinkedIn, but please continue. I am not a frequent user of LinkedIn, okay? When, uh-huh. when I use it, uh-huh. I do what I want um, mm-hmm. with no With no regard for consequence. Exactly. So I, I get on LinkedIn and I look up mm-hmm. the place that I know he works at and then I search his first name. And he pops up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, right, it's him. Smart so far. Yeah, yeah all so for I it. click on it and I start scrolling through it, just like looking at his stuff. Mm-hmm. I get his last name and then I go do my social media stalking. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we have now been on three dates, so it's been chill. It's cool. Um, Ooh, what's his name? His fake name, you mean? His fake name. <laughs> for the podcast? The podcast. <laughs> We a can't, let's Jamin. not make one up yet. We don't know if he's going to be a reoccurring character. But yeah, that's talking about him. That's what I, I, she's talked about other guys though before that we haven't named. Yeah. I, I'm with Molly. Let's give it a while. Um, it's barely been a week. Um, three? It's been three. Oh, you mean number of dates. I thought you meant naming him with a number. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and so. <laughs> yeah, Molly, go ahead. So today ahead. I was texting my friend who's getting married in October and she was asking me for my full name, and I gave it to her, and she's like, wow, I did not know your middle name, and I was like, oh, I actually don't think I know yours. What's yours? And she told me hers, didn't know her middle name. We've been friends for, like, five years, and it just, like, never came up, I guess. So we're just, like, making that joke. Do you know my middle name? I was say, do you know our middle names? We've um, had this conversation, but do you? Is Nicole. Um, Laura's middle name? Gosh, I always forget it. Um... <laughs> It's super easy too. It was my my uh, social media handles forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lee. And so uh, we were like making that joke. I was like, oh, don't worry. I went on a date with a guy last week where like I had to stalk him on LinkedIn to figure out what his last name was. <sighs> and she was like, were you on private? And I was like, was I on <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, she was like, yeah, if you're not on private, they can, like, see that you look them up. And I, like, mm-hmm. went and checked my settings. And I was, of course, on public where you could see my mm-hmm. uh, my profile picture, my name, my job. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it's fine. Uh, he doesn't say anything to me about it. So I'm just story. hoping, like, he doesn't notice. But Can you say something to him about it? Because it would um, make me laugh. What? If you talked about it. Oh, I mean... Can you say something to him about it? No. 
Um, I did. I hey, did. Sorry for LinkedIn stalking you. I had to Facebook stalk you, but I didn't know your last name yet. I did uh, naturally come across his last name. Like we were talking on Saturday at brunch, and we, we were talking about like our ancestry. And he said that his last name was Hispanic, but it was pronounced like English. Like that you don't use like a Hispanic like accent. Um, it's been anglicized. Is it's is the way white people say Hispanic? Yeah. No, oh, he's okay. he's like three eighths Vietnamese. What? She said no to you. He's three eighths what? Vietnamese, which you like can't see it because like he told me that, and he was like, most people think I'm like Hawaiian or another. He does have that kind of like tan. Yeah, skin, I was like, okay, I was like, and some other ethnicity, and I was like, okay, I can kind of see the Hawaiian. He's like, but most people think I'm white. I'm like, yes, I would have assumed you were white. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I start just real quick with what's all happened in my life? I I just want to finish up Molly's story because it's so tasty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm glad you came across his last name naturally. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't change the fact that he got a Facebook notification that says Molly Morrow viewed your profile. Yeah. In LinkedIn. I feel like yeah. he's a pretty like open person. Like we're both, you know, we're both the same amount of awkward where like we say oh, things. Oh, lovely. We have like no filter when it comes to pointing out like the awkwardness. And so I feel like by now he would have said something if like. He knew that I checked his LinkedIn. I love checking that. I go like weekly and check. See, like, I, yeah, but I, like, I check those profiles all the time, and like nobody has said anything to me about it. Well, I was gonna say you said you didn't want to bring it up, so if you're the same amount of awkward, <laughs> right. maybe he just doesn't want to bring but it. But see, up. I didn't even know about it till today. Um, at this point, I would well, not all the people bring that it you're up. You're not trying to date. Yeah, that you check on LinkedIn probably don't care. Mm-hmm. That's true. But the one person you were kind of trying to date. It's usually for business, so. You know that app or that social media? It was like, I don't even know what it was called. It came about in high school and you could see. It's supposed to be like who looked at your Facebook profile? No, it wasn't Facebook. It was a whole new social media. It was media. like its own thing? It was red. That was its like color. I don't even know what you did. There was like walls that you talked about. You could post pictures. I don't know what it was called, but, like, its main thing was that you could see anytime somebody looked at your profile. Social and, media red. And, like, who, and, like, their name. So, like, none of my friends ever used it because nobody ever wanted to let uh-huh. people know that they were uh-huh. looking at them. But this one cute guy once looked at mine and I was like, oh, he likes me. He obviously did not, but I was like, he likes me. Why would he look at my page? Not, was it your fiance? No, it was not. Then get those thoughts out of your head. I just, I just can't touch. <laughs> it, it's nothing. Um, did you want to talk though? Oh, Jim. I changed my life. <laughs> um, and you can too. Five easy steps. Um, and five payments of nine ninety nine. <laughs> I um quit my job. Mm-hmm. I'm a teacher now. <laughs> You're wondering how we got here. Me too. Back from scratch. Viewers, I don't know how it happened. I'm happy that it happened. And so now I'm a teacher. In what do you teach, Laura? English language learners. Mm-hmm. I told all of them that I speak French, and they're all so excited. Uh huh. Like, good. have you You're spoken any? Never in front gonna of them? ask uh-huh. me to speak it. <laughs> and if I did, you'll never know that I'm horrible at it. Um, I can empathize. Half of them hate what they're doing, and I hated what I was doing all the time. I don't understand anything. It was the worst. What if they find this? I have students. You do have students. Uh, yeah. What if they find this? That's the kind of thing you have to worry about now. Oh, if things are on private now, because I'm a teacher. Uh, um, I hate private social media. There's so many things about being a teacher that I've just, like, mm-hmm. I hate private social media. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, all online and private now, and I'm mad about it. How are you going to tweet your favorite celebrities? Not that I ever did, but I never yeah, can. Yeah, you can. Uh, anyways, so I teach English to non-native English speakers. Um, it's kind of fun. I was nervous yesterday. I almost mm-hmm. threw up. I've only cried once. <laughs> it's all good. All good. 
but yesterday morning I thought I was going to throw up. Like I had to keep leaving the places that I was in mm-hmm. because I was like, I can't sit and dwell. Mm-hmm. I have to go. I have to walk. I have to do something else. You had to get else. that nervous energy out. Um, so I have to sit in on their classes. Mm-hmm. And so I sit in on their English and their um, math classes. I don't know math. <laughs> I was sitting, so I sat in three math classes today. And the whole time I was just like trying to help. And then one girl Oh, asked you have me, to try to help them with your math? Well, like if they, math? yeah, so that they don't comprehend something oh. or if they're falling behind. Yeah, I was thinking it was just for you to kind of observe their they're, what they're... It's like, yeah, being in the classroom. Gotcha. And so this one boy, literally, oh God, their homework was like all mm-hmm. of these word problems. And then the last mm-hmm. two questions was a division one and a um, multiplication one. The multiplication mm-hmm. was just by tens, so that was easy. Mm-hmm. But I had to get somebody to tell me why it was easy. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. the division one was just simple like it was all by sevens and I was mm-hmm. like I don't fucking know mm-hmm. like I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know division and I got on my phone and the teacher got on to me and said we don't use calculators in this <laughs> class and I was like okay but Miss Triplett's an adult and she doesn't know how to do this and so I had to look at my student and say uh, will you please ask a classmate to check your work it'll help you both knowing that in the real I just didn't know how to fucking do it mm-hmm. and then I went to the next math class and like learned something I can't remember what I learned uh-huh. but whatever she was talking about I was like I never knew that's how you did it mm-hmm. I never knew that's why well I mean plus everything they're doing now is you know different than how we like math is always the same but they're using like different methods no, no, no. than what they we changed did. math <laughs> They changed math. They change the math. first You're right. day, I don't know what I was thinking. The first day they were doing division, mm-hmm. and up until this point, they've used a box method. I ain't using a box. I don't know how it works. Unless they're talking about the. Uh... Nope, nope, nope. That's standard. Mm-hmm. They use the box form now, and it's like long division. The teacher was trying to explain point. it to me so mm-hmm. I could help them, and I was like, "Look, no, <laughs> no, stop. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Give me do something." Tell me to do something else. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. I was like, I can't <laughs> do that. Like, I'm not about to sit here and learn new math. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. Um, oh, what I was going to say is the first thing they're learning is fractions. Like, the uh-huh. thing that we've been I was going to say, what on. level are you at? Like, you probably don't want to say what, if you don't want to say what grade you're at. But say, like, like I get, like, fractions. So, like, like what right kind now of stuff? we're doing long division. Okay. Multi- like, long division and multiplication are understood. Yeah. Um, they're doing, like number order and like place values so like, like when the you, millions yeah, yeah the hundred thousands ten thousands yeah. and then into the decimal so like yeah tenths hundreds Hundreds, thousands yeah. um and today we were doing fractions mm-hmm. because like si- si- that's what i that's what it was it's, fuck i hate how stupid i am <laughs> um she wrote six tenths on the board uh-huh. and then was like no what does this equal and then eight hundreds and then nine thousands and uh-huh. i was like for my whole life uh-huh. the amount of times i've said what is one divided by six and plugged it into a goddamn calculator uh-huh. when it's always gonna be 0.6 and she like just did it and i was like i oh i hate my life because it's just six tenths yeah but no yeah it's one but you six. can divide both of them by Two. Six divided by ten. That's what I, I was mean. gonna say. Yeah, six one six then six over ten are not equivalent. You can't six reduce ten. Yeah. yeah, is just point six. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. yes. Okay. That one God, tracks. I hate math <laughs> so much, and it's just like the first day that I was in the classes, I was just sweating. I was like, uh-huh. oh my god, they're gonna ask me things. <laughs> they're gonna call room. on me. Oh, <laughs> Ugh, it was awful. Um, what was I gonna say? Something about math. Oh. Bad news, kind of. Um, are they reviewing right now because it's school no, just started? Okay, new. it's all new material. I think okay. it's like a little bit of like we're bringing in what we had. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it just it. gonna get but harder from new, here? I mean, yes, but it's all this right. is just okay. new. these are all new standards because they okay. have to start with new standards. But okay, I'm just like, oh. and then today I did this fun thing where I spoke mm-hmm. before I thought and I said we're gonna do a thing called Math Monday. So every Monday we're gonna do math and that's what we're gonna do in our class and it's gonna be great. Uh-huh. Why did I do that? <laughs> but I have to do homework now. And Why did you math. dedicate a day to math? Yeah. <gasps> Fucking tired. Mm-hmm. I have, today was the first day I left on time. 
I haven't mm-hmm. left before five any other day, and pretty much before six any other day. Mm-hmm. I went to Chicago. It was really right. fun. Yeah. Ate some good food. Um, did I tell you about the mochi I ate? We ate at the cute little Asian place. Yes. That was good. Um, got a wisdom tooth pulled yesterday. I had already broke it through my mouth, so it was super easy. Um, okay, that's it. All right. Um, we did a fun thing for our, what number was that? That we oh, did in the past. Like 10. 10? Maybe was 20. It, was it 10? We did something fun for mm-hmm. our, like, one past. We definitely did 10. We may have done something for 20. Episode that was, yeah. like, a get-to-know-you, a yeah. friendship thing, yeah. a, like, more about us, less of, like, a topic thing on um, one of the past podcast episodes. And so, to celebrate our 50th, mm-hmm. we decided we'd do something similar to that. And for a couple months now, me and... Molly and Bailey have been kind of, like, discussing personality um, tests and things of that nature. And Enneagram tests have become really popular, so we thought we'd take a couple personality tests. We wanted to be egotistical for our Right, Mm -hmm. and let y'all know more about us on a interpersonal level, according to (laughs) internet-based tests. (laughs) Exactly. So... Which one should we do first? Should we do the Myers-Briggs, since I feel like most people are familiar with that one? Sure. Okay. Anybody? I didn't have time to research. I just know what the letters are. But do you are. know what you... I don't okay. know what the letters mean. I don't know what it oh, means about Laura. me. Okay. I'll pull you up one. Thank you. Um, I guess I'll go first. I am... Well, I want to start with a caveat. I'm always very indecisive on these personality test questions, Partially because I'm indecisive, just in general. Same. Sometimes I feel like the situations they give you, it's just hard to think, like, well, sometimes I'd act like this in this situation. Right. Sometimes I might do this, depending on what it is. But I'm an INFP. Hey, I'm an INFP, too. Hey, hey, oh high five. God. See, I thought I used to be an INTP, but I think I've been channeling my emotions more, so I somehow got the F. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Uh, um, Look at the cute dragon. That is cute. On the test I took today, I actually got um, INFJ, but I also took a test on the same website that was like, having trouble deciding between INFP and INFJ? Take this. And I did, and I was like very heavily on the P side. So I just always kind of go with uh, with this one. Um, This uh, profile is from 16 Personalities. We'll Um, link it in the bio. Yeah. Um... So, ooh, so maybe we should back up and go over the Myers-Briggs Let's talk about test. what a Myers-Briggs test is, the Bailey. Myers-Briggs type indicator, type inventory, I think type inventory, or... I bet you can find it on this thing that you're on. Shh, shh, I say all that because you may see it as the Myers-Briggs test or the uh, MBTI test, um, is a way to sort your personality and behavior into 16 different types so the letters are uh i or e which is introversion introversion or extroversion um n or s which is like intuition versus sensing i think um t uh t and f which is thinking versus feeling and j and p which is um, judgment versus, oh, uh, perceiving. There it is. Yes. Introversion, extroversion, sensing, intuition, thinking, feeling, judging, perceiving. Um, So those all work together to kind of make up your personality. And so this website has uh, divided the 16 into... Fun little categories. Four different categories with, like, similar personalities together. So there's the analysts, the diplomats the Sentinels, and the Explorers. Um, All that because the description starts off with the Mediators. Um, So it says, Mediator personalities are true idealists. Say the letters again. Mediators are. uh, Mediators are INFP, like me and Molly. INFJ. ENFJ, like Laura. Nope. Mediators are just this. Diplomats are those. Oh! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh! Okay. Yes, they've also labeled each personality. Sorry. Mediator, just INFP. Ignore everything I just said. Mediator personalities. 
We'll, we'll talk about that later, yeah. So, INFPs are true idealists, always looking for the hints of good and even the worst people and events, searching for ways to make things better. While they, may perceive, while they may be perceived as calm, reserved, or even shy, mediators have an inner flame and passion that can truly shine. Comprising just 4% of the population, the risk of feeling misunderstood is unfortunately high for the mediator personality type. But when they find like-minded people to spend their time with, the harmony they feel will be a foundation of joy and inspiration. So it says the mediators are part of the diplomat role group, group which is the personalities I was reading earlier before Laura caught me. Um, so as uh, being part of the diplomat role group, mediators are guided by their principles rather than by logic, excitement, or practicality. When deciding how to move forward, they will look to honor, beauty, morality, and virtue. Mediators, INFPs, are led by the purity of their intent, not rewards and punishments. People who share the mediator personality type are proud of this quality, and rightly so, but not everyone understands the drive behind these feelings, and it can lead to isolation. Um, and I'm not going to read all this, because they also go to, like, mediators you may know, Ooh, which... Do that. Yeah, I was going to read some of these. Um, it's usually, like, a lot of writers I've seen a lot. Um, I just want my Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this list, J.R.R. Tolkien, William Shakespeare, uh, Bjork, the musician. Bjork. Alicia Keys. Thank you, Laura. Tom Hiddleston. Ah, ah. And, oh, oh, Julia Roberts, William Wordsworth. John, no, I don't care. <laughs> why? Yeah, I know. Uh, for William Wordsworth, it says, why? They'll explain him. Uh, Frodo Baggins from Lord of the Rings. Amelie. Arwen from Lord of the Rings, Fox Mulder from X-Files, Anne of Green Gables, uh, Sybil Branson from Downtown a Downton Abbey, and uh, that's all we got. And then there's always a lot more about like your relationships and your career paths, but I think that's a good little start. Yeah. Go do me. Laura, what are you? E-N-F-J. So Laura is in the same category of diplomats that's interesting. as Molly and I. I think it makes sense. Yeah, but it's interesting mm -hmm. that yeah. we're not... Even different categories. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that you and Molly are in the same... I think it is, too. ...mediator category. Maybe we always tend to be the same, though, when it comes to these kinds of things. I was going to say, I think in a lot of ways we are things, similar, but, but then some different. things you are totally different. I would like to look at Molly's New Year's Eve outfit and activities and <laughs> yes. Bailey's New Year's Eve outfit This is and true. Activities. Are you... And I've thought this before. Are you sure you're not an extroverted person I'm, who just thinks you're an no, introvert? No, I am technically an ambient Like, my quiz okay. is showing 45% extrovert and 55% introvert. And literally okay. every quiz I take, no matter, like, how real or fake it is, I always get that I'm uh -huh. an ambient because but like the definition of extrovert and introvert isn't it like where you get your yeah, energy, energy from, from? Where, yeah from so people. like extroverts whereas like in some situations i can be completely drained don't. from hanging out with people um right and then other situations where i'm just like dying to go hang out with other people like when yeah. i'm by myself so i really right. do think so very I'm, balanced right um, ENFJ. Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, Molly, if you were to be an ENFP, that's also in the same uh, diplomat category. So mm. probably not that far off from your personality if you were to be this type. Yes, Molly, I mean, Laura. ENFJ labeled as the protagonist. I get a sword. You do get a sword um, in this little website. Uh, protagonist ENFJs are natural born leaders full of passion and charisma. Forming around 2% of the population. Ooh, look uh, at you. And I have green eyes. That's a short <laughs> people, too, apparently. <laughs> okay. Um, they are oftentimes our politicians, our coaches, and our teachers. <laughs> i get Re there someday. <laughs> Reaching out and inspiring others to achieve and to do good in the world. With a natural confidence that begets influence, protagonists take a great deal of pride and joy in guiding others to work together to improve themselves and their community. That makes sense. People are drawn to strong personalities, and protagonists radiate authenticity, concern, and altruism, unafraid to stand up and speak when they feel something needs to be said. That makes sense. They find it natural and... I'm, hey, I'm just getting in my commentary while I read this out loud, That's in fine. case anybody minds. Uh, they find it natural and easy to communicate with others, especially in person, and they're intuitive, the N, 
trait helps people with the protagonist's personality type to reach every mind, be it through facts and logic or raw emotion. Protagonists easily see people's motivations and seemingly disconnected events and are able to bring these ideas together and communicate them as a common goal with an eloquence that is nothing short of mesmerizing. Oh. The interest protagonists have in others is genuine, almost to a fault. When they believe in someone, they can become too involved in the other person's problems, place too much trust in place too much trust in them. Um, luckily, this trust tends to be a self-fulfilling prophecy, as protagonists' altruism and authenticity inspire those they care about to become a better to become better themselves. But if they aren't careful, they can overextend their optimism, sometimes pushing further than they're ready or willing to go. Protagonists are vulnerable to another snare as well. They have a tremendous capacity for reflecting on and analyzing their own feelings, but if they get too caught up in another person's plight, they can develop a sort of emotional hypochondria, seeing other people's problems in themselves, trying to fix something in themselves that isn't wrong. If they get to a point where they are held back by limitations someone else is experiencing, it can hinder protagonists' ability to see past the dilemma and be of any help at all. When this happens, it's important for protagonists to pull back and use that self-reflection to distinguish between what they really feel, what, what is a separate issue that needs to be looked at from another perspective. Does that seem accurate to you? Mm. Nice. So let's go to your protagonist. Oprah! Oh, Barack, Barack Obama! Oprah Winfrey! Bitch! <laughs> John Cusack, Ben Affleck, Malala, mm. Sean Connery. When is he gonna kill Annika? He's Scottish and 007. He's a uh, he's James Bond. I, I like the juxtaposition of that. <laughs> Uh, J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence, Maya Angelou, look at you, Daenerys Targaryen, you're dead now. You're dead now. I don't care, it's worth it. Morpheus, no, I meant you, Laura, are dead because you're oh, Daenerys. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, Morpheus from The Matrix, Elizabeth Bennet from Pride and Prejudice, uh, The Oracle from The Matrix, Skylar White from Breaking Bad, Laura Lance from Arrow, Isabel Crawley from Downton Abbey, and Celie Booth from Bones. Mm. Seems like good company to be in. From what I know. I'm very excited. It's good. So, what do y'all want to say? Molly, sorry, already did yours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, I think this test is pretty accurate. Like, the one time when I took it and I got the INTP, it said I was the logician. Mm -hmm. Which I am very mm -hmm. logical, so. Well, how many questions is it? The one I took was like 44 or 45. It's, it's a longer test, right? It, they, they usually are. And the it's ones a little I've bit done. more um, inward thinking and like yeah. you have a lot of different questions that are kind of gauging different things than other tests are. And mm -hmm. it just seems a little bit better of a test um, than others at gauging the personality. You have so many different personality types mm -hmm. you can fall into, and they've done... Yeah, I was going to say, this is, like, widely used. Yeah, it's not just used in, like, cute internet things. It's, right. like, psychologists use this, and schools use this. Yeah, I think businesses sometimes use yeah. it as for, like, you know, workplace interactions. Who you work better as on a team or in a in a office or a workspace. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I enjoy that. And every time I've taken it, that's kind of what I've gotten. I'm yeah. pretty sure even when I took it in high school. Because I know we took it in high school for a class or something, and I got that. Hmm. But yeah, I like it. I like the test. Next one. Nice. I do like it, too. The next one we did, do you want to do the Enneagram? Yeah. Do you okay. call it Enneagram or Enneagram? I call it Enneagram. I say Enneagram, but I don't know. What do you say? Enneagram. I say Enneagram. I mean, there is an A in it. I've just never heard it said out loud. So... Yeah, the, I'm saying that, like, the way y'all are saying it makes sense, like, phonetically. Uh, I just follow this girl on Instagram that talks a lot about it, and her name's oh. Annie, and she calls it an Anneagram. <laughs> and so for the longest time, I thought that it was an Anneagram. Was the name of the thing? But it was an Enneagram, but she uh -huh. says Annie and Annie, nearly the same. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, now, I'm not as familiar with the Enneagram test as far as how to, like, explain it to people. Do either of y'all have, like, a good summary? You're going to look something up that's probably better than what I can say. Okay. Um, it's kind of the same way as the um, Myers-Briggs test in the fact that it takes your personality and distills it into these kind of categories or archetypes. Um, but there's only nine. Um, and they all connect in 
a very specific way. Yeah, if you look it up, there's always like a line that kind of bounces around well, like, to them. It's I like, think this is the wings that I was talking about. It could be. I saw that that was something. If you just type in Enneagram into Google, the Enneagram is a powerful tool for personal and collective transformation, stemming from the Greek words Ennea and Gramos, meaning nine, and a written symbol. The nine-pointed Enneagram symbol represents nine distinct strategies for relating to the self, others, and the world. I think that's good enough. It's like, yeah, it's like a very pointed, it's also a longer test, and it's a very pointed mm -hmm. um, relationship. And inward searching, like, personality test again. But that kind of goes over a couple different things. Like, how you react to certain situations. How you are in certain areas of your life. Um, key things that all fours experience. Mm -hmm. um, to a point that's different than the Myers-Briggs. Um... It, it, it measures you in a different way, right. but the results are you are put into a category they're, to kind of explain. Roles. Like right. The uh, Myers-Briggs test is letters, and people have associated that with roles in the community or in the culture. Enneagrams actually put you into a role. So, like, nine is the peacemaker, four is the collectivist, um... Others have certain words associated with those, and your um, Enneagram number stems from that one title that you kind of get. Mm -hmm. So on the test I took today, I've gotten uh, a nine. Oh my gosh, so did I. <laughs> I. I think you had said I that before. I can't um, I was also very close on type six and type three, but like Laura was saying, when you look at like the Enneagram chart, those are all connected by a like triangle. I would think, I mean, look up, look up nine's wings. I'll look it up. We you do that. Fine. Yeah. Um, so maybe those are all connected because they are similar in certain ways. So maybe that is why like I scored high. Um, it shows me my whole little chart and, uh, Laura, your type. Oh no, wait, your type's over here. Not here. Okay. Sorry. Ah. Um, mine is type nine, and according to the profile from Bustle, 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 mm, probably Bustle, Bustle, but it sounds like I'm not saying it right. Right. Nine is known as the peacemaker role. Um, it says type nines are easygoing, agreeable, and peaceful. A type nine is the opposite of a type eight, someone who wants everyone to get along, who believes in harmony and avoids conflict whenever possible. I think these are the ways that me and Molly are similar. We're very people-pleasing. <laughs> um, this all sounds lovely, but type 9s have negative traits as well. They can be stubborn and passive. To, uh, trying to avoid conflict can be a bad thing sometimes, as it leads them down paths that they aren't interested That leads them down paths they aren't that interested in. Which, I mean, that all sounds like me to me. Type 9s are genuine and supportive, and they are generally pretty great to be around. But if you're a type 9, you might find that you often dismiss your own thoughts and emotions out of fear of starting a confrontation. And that's not always a good thing. Well, I'm very non-confrontational. Molly, how do you feel that that uh, describes you? Oh, to a T. But it's funny because <laughs> I think <laughs> Bailey and I get, like, yes. in the most fights. Yes. But it's because we're so stubborn and neither one of us want to that could give be it. up. Mm -hmm. um, that but, could be it. But our fighting is passive. Like, we're never, like, we're usually misreading each other's tones. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all over text message. Yeah, so it's not very easy. <laughs> um, my one problem I had with being a nine, and Laura, you just had the picture pulled up. Can I see what you had on your phone? Uh, not that this doesn't sound accurate. This does sound very, uh, accurate. Yes. Um, is that they, um, from the or Enneagram Institute, uh, they have it, like, divided up in, like, triads by, like, your dominant emotion. Mm. And, uh, nine is an anger or rage instead of fear, which is where I feel like I would be. I would be anger and rage. Like, And you were in be. shame. So... I mean, I mean, that may not same, be accurate. We don't but know. <laughs> I'll take yeah. So that was the only thing where I was like, ooh, now I think, you right. know, I would be on also, this side. Also, I did just find out, because I think I said it earlier, wings are the adjacent. One of the okay, adjacent. Yeah. Wait. So you're either... What did it say about nines? What did you say about the anger thing? 
uh, the picture Laura had had them divided up into like three different groups. So like us and the two next to us were in um, anger and rage. Anger oh, and I have rage. So much like... pent up anger and rage. If anybody <laughs> were to ever try to like kidnap Same. me or attack me, I would uh-huh. go psycho on their ass. Like uh-huh. so incredibly I mean, good to know. psycho. Good to know Molly's prepared. <laughs> what are the wings so, yeah. though? Okay, I mean that's... they're the wing. I, there's more about it, and we don't have to delve into it because that's a little bit deep for us right now. But there's a wing that also associates with your personality. That's like a I don't even I don't even want to describe it. It's called a wing in mm-hmm. the Enneagram model, and it's one of your adjacent. Yes, so it's like a, as, it's a subtype. As it so says as here. nine, it would be nine one mm-hmm. or nine eight. Mm-hmm. So y'all could figure that out. It's so like what second personality? Yes. Next right. to you, kind of describes you. Hannah um, reads the book. Um, what is it? The Road Back to You. Yeah, um, sure. and it's like you. You don't. She tells. She's so into it. Um, you don't mm-hmm. take a test to figure out your number. Uh-huh. You have to read the book mm-hmm. and figure out which number resonates with you the most. Which sounds so like. Uh, stressful because I'm so indecisive mm-hmm. I would think I was all of the numbers at some point yeah that's true but, but uh she, I was gonna say she's she yeah, sounds like a it's doctor. kind of right like I've heard people say that she sounds like a doctor prescribing you uh your number <laughs> your wing like she just is so into it and knows like that's funny. everything uh-huh. it's crazy as you say people do say like Read the profiles and say what sounds most like you. Bitch. But then, See, yeah. here's my problem. Uh-huh. As a four. <laughs> so I'm... Shut up, fives. A four. <laughs> I'm in a, um... I Thank love you, that one. <laughs> I'm in a, um, category mm-hmm. where, like, I was going to... Okay. So fours in general have mm-hmm. this... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to read yours first? You can, you but I ahead. don't want you to. Okay. Because I have to preface this because uh-huh. I'm you can, a four. but please don't. Um, don't read it. Don't read it. No. Don't read it. Okay, okay. No, you I'm don't just, read I'm it. just getting to it. Don't read it. So fours are all in this cute little category where we think that we're... We have to stand out. And we want... Uh, we want... <laughs> Type four to is... To be c- special. Uh-huh. And it's very mean worthy like there's mm-hmm. all of these people now that are doing like cute little memes and cute mm-hmm. little like um infographics about yes, everybody's, I love an infographic. everybody's uh-huh. number uh-huh. and fours are the people who read through the list mm-hmm. and read number four and say i don't want that and then that's <laughs> them and then they find like two or three other ones and they're uh-huh. like oh i'm the um <sighs> name's more Give me a list of the achiever. I'm the achiever. The helper. I'm the helper. Any of the other ones would be fine. I mm-hmm. would take them. It'd be great. But we all get stuck with number four uh-huh. because we're we all want to be better than we mm-hmm. really are. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure every four I've met is like I didn't want to be a four, <laughs> but I'm a four, and everything we do leads back to why we're fours. <laughs> it's like you're a Gemini. <sighs> no, it's like. <laughs> We're not hated by everybody else. We hate ourselves. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Go ahead and read it. So from Bustle, type four is called the individualist, and their gif is Mary-Kate or Ashley Olsen just, like, whacking their head and falling backwards uh, and, like, sighing. Wow, that is, like, uh, Gemini. Which is Mary-Kate or Ashley Olsen. You would not have called him Dana Radcliffe if it was a gif of Harry Potter, I'm just saying. If he wasn't in the Harry Potter movie, I would have. She is not in, in Full House. Yeah, that's the staircase in Full House. That doesn't look like anything like Full House. The camera shot. Anyway, known as the individualist on the official site, Type Fours are extremely sensitive, dramatic, and temperamental. That sounds pretty awful. I hate being a four. But there are plenty of positive things about a Type Four personality as well. Type Fours are very creative and see the beauty in almost anything. They are unique and authentic and tend to have a more romantic view of the world. In their own way, they are very focused and purpose-driven, and they are also known for their courage and sensitivity. As you can probably tell, Type Fours are super emotional, maybe a little bit too emotional sometimes. Type Fours can sometimes be too focused on what they don't have while rejecting what they do have. L-O-L. It's so, so true. like what you have on the and infographic. All of my like friends that I know are fours uh-huh. and we've like discussed this. Uh-huh. It's just like too real. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something I just read. Yeah. Type four is expressive, dramatic, self-absorbent, temperamental. 
I can't say you're wrong. I was going to say, Laura, does I'm the shoe saying, fit? I don't like to be read like that. Does the shoe It does. Fit. I like Enneagram. The more I see, like, these infographics, I posted mm-hmm. one, like, here's one. I like when people one, post I like to look at. And it's, like, a couple of the things are, like, nostalgia never fails, admires a simple beauty in life, mm-hmm. flawed depression and anger are our fears mm-hmm. and our traits. Mm-hmm. Um, we cry at everything. We have a desire to stand out. We need a meaning, a purpose, and identity. We're artsy. Mm-hmm. We like rainy days. Aesthetic. No, authenticity is key. We love an aesthetic. Love, love. Shit like that. And then they somebody did one with Disney, and it's Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Yes. I and it's um, self-aware, sensitive, and creative. Valid, values individuality and self-expression. Feels exempt from ordinary ways of life. Uh, feels emotions deeply, can struggle with identity and self-pity. Oh, we're Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. We're accepting, trusting, and good-natured. We're willing to go along with others to keep the peace. We retreat into our mind and emotional fantasies, and we can struggle with inertia and stubbornness. Um, now knowing that you're a four, I see that that's why you were, um, so mad that we had the same personality type, because you're just jealous. Enneagrams are like... So, taking the Myers-Briggs test, taking, like, mm-hmm. other personality tests mm-hmm. where it's, like, you have to answer the questions for yourself, mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm answering what I want to be. Yes, that's a problem I have, too. And mm-hmm. I always feel like I should have a friend take it, but then there's kind of personal questions, and it's, like, what do you mm-hmm. feel about this? And it's, like, I And also, hate... people don't, like, always, like, read you accurately. Right. Like, the way I would take a test and the way my mom would take a test about me would be, like, two completely right. different things. So, I have that whole, like inward turmoil taking Mm -hmm. these type of tests and after taking the Enneagram test and being completely honest and like doing as well as I could and trying not to have that Mm -hmm. and getting the four it's like oh this test is for real Mm -hmm. because any other one that I would have gotten I would have been like oh yeah of course I'm a seven or I'm a whatever (laughs) but again the four it's like oh fuck I am a four (laughs) um this wasn't the article I meant oh but what does that say um, I'm looking up uh, how the uh, Enneagrams line up with Myers-Briggs. I was seeing if mine lined up, because I was like, if they do, that's, you know, probably yeah. accurate. And Molly's, our did. Yeah. Ours did. Um, which one were you? ENFJ? Mm-hmm. Two is wow. actually your highest distribution. Which I think, just based on title, makes sense, because um, ENFJ is listed under the uh, idealists. What's a four? And fours did not seem very ideal. Um, I have to go. I did this somewhere. Fours are t- mostly ISFP and INFP. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Neat. What was the next test? Um, do you want to do love languages? Or the I didn't take love language. I can take oh. it now. Do you know yours? I thought we. It's not that long before, but I I know mine. Was there another test we were supposed to take? Um, I put, I put that, uh, the big five movie star test. Did you get that one too? Mm-hmm. Me too. I can take the love language while y'all talk about love language. Okay. I will die if mine and Bailey's love language is the same. I'm a am <laughs> I don't do think they yours? are, just knowing about yours. Yeah. What's your, what? Don't do, spoil it. I think well, I, I, just, I, I who said wants it like to go multiple first? times Not in the me. past couple of weeks because... Actually, I could see our top one being the same. I think I am trying to get you to the page. Also, when I move the computer, I'm going to have to move the microphone. So I need you to be a little patient. Who's yelling at me? Because you're being a real four right now. (laughs) Okay. Love languages are, they're based on a book by a man. Gary Chapman, is that the name I I just saw? Um, And there are five of them. And it is supposed to be... Not necessarily the way you show love, but the way you most like receiving love. So do, is does there that a sound correct? For what you like giving? Yeah, it's like what okay. you expect. Is it not the same? So, it's what you expect people to show you. Like, like what when it happens to you, what do you enjoy the most? Yeah. So there's like there's there there's five categories. It's uh, words of affirmation. Which is basically what it sounds like, like getting compliments from your partner, um, having them support you in some, like, project you're doing or in your, like, goals. 
Um, there's gifts, which is basically just um, you enjoy receiving gifts, whether it be... Yeah. This is a prime example of mm-hmm. me taking a test and trying to answer the way I want the test to turn out. <laughs> because I don't want to be the bitch that's like, I like getting gifts. Oh, I knew But I fucking I like gifts. getting uh-huh. gifts. Uh-huh. Gifts is... Spoiler. Gifts was my second one, and I thought it was going to be my top one. Um, I want to be the bitch that likes getting gifts, but I'm going to be... Be the bitch that likes getting gifts. Uh... Yeah, so uh, whether, you know, getting a thoughtful gift for your birthday or just as, like, a random act of kindness is really important to you. Um, Physical touch, um, which, as it says in the descriptions, is not, I guess, you know, can be sexual, but not just in a sexual way. It's also physical touch. Oh, okay. Um, It's, you know, hugging, holding hands with your partner, you know, affirming shoulder touches. um, Acts of service. Which is like, does it really make you feel loved when your partner, like, helps you finish emptying the dishwasher or, like, takes care of doing the taxes because he knows you hate that? Um, and what's the last one I haven't said? Did you say quality time? Laura has my computer. Quality time, yes. Uh, you enjoy spending quality time with your partner, you know, whether that be just at home hanging out with them or I think it said, you know, going out on like doing different activities, you know, going on vacation and stuff, uh, just spending time with them. Um, so my top one was uh, words of affirmation um, because I have low self-esteem, I assume. I like being told <laughs> good things about myself. Um, and then my second one, only two points away, was gifts, which I, you know, bring up because we were talking because I do like a good gift. That's so interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Molly, what was your... Um, I do. My top one was quality time, which it, okay. it that, drives that me crazy when people don't want to hang out with me. Like, it don't telling, say. It does drive you crazy. It does, yeah. Because I was telling my friend Grace, I was like, um, I was like, the reason I'm just like... I, Somebody telling me they're too tired to hang out or just, like, don't feel like it doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me. Because I'm just, like, I could be, like, sick. And somebody would be like, do you want to hang out? And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And this is why I think you're an extrovert. <laughs> but maybe it's just you love quality time. It's your love language. But I only like hanging out with individual people. I'm not a big fan of groups unless I know True. all the people True. in the group. Um, True. And, but my second one was words of affirmation. Um, yeah. So, and then a close... How how close were they? Did uh, you know? I had ten for quality time and seven for words of affirmation. Okay, nice. Yeah, mine was ten and eight. My lowest is receiving gifts. I hate giving presents. Really? Well, I only, I, so do you remember Molly's like, don't give that. me a gift yeah. unless I, you actually care? Yeah, I, I have only uh-huh. like gifts if it's like a meaningful, like thoughtful gift. Like, yeah. like, it's obvious that somebody thought about me whenever they gave it to me. Um, otherwise, yeah. I don't really care for them because they're usually very generic, like, which is always nice, but, like, it's just, you're wasting. You don't want, like, a candle. Yeah, you're wasting your money. <laughs> hmm Um, yeah, my third one was quality time, which I think makes sense. Uh, it's important to me. Molly, do you have anything else to say? Laura's 67% done. Stop, it's almost over. <laughs> um, physical touch was also one of my lowest. It was number four. Hmm. I do and don't see that for you. I don't like, I, I like certain um, people touching me. <laughs> I know, like, I'm thinking of how, like, uh, how much space you like when you sleep. How you don't like anyone being, like, anywhere near nope. you. Um, um phys- yeah, physical touch was my lowest one. But like if I'm um, like not in the mood to be touched, like I remember one time I was like super stressed out from work and this guy mm-hmm. was over at my apartment and he like put his he put his arm around me and I just sat like super mm-hmm. rigid and then Remember when Molly had like a whole panic attack because a guy was sleeping in the same bed as her? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did do I that did. one time. That was a long time I've ago gotten now. over that though. Look where we are now. Um, Look at where we are now. And then he put his hand on my leg, and I was just like, get the fuck away from me. Like, <laughs> just because I was super stressed out and, like, did not want to be touched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, physical touch was my lowest. I think, you know, I enjoy a good cuddle, but it compared to, like, especially, like, my top three, it's not as important to me. Um, I think acts of service... Um, usually I think I score pretty low on that. I think I scored so high, um, or scored higher this time 
because um, my boyfriend has been like, hey, do you want to just stay in bed while I go get a Zaxby's? And I'm like, that's amore. That's that's the highlight <laughs> right there. That's literally Bailey's like. That's amore. That's I can stay in like, bed longer and you'll go get me Zaxby's. And it'll be here? Yeah. And I I don't have to go anywhere. And the Zaxby's is here? And Remember you did when Molly didn't understand that Bailey hated getting yes. out of the house? Oh my gosh. And it took Molly like forever to realize Bailey doesn't leave. I thought Bailey hated me for the longest time. I was like, she won't do anything with me. A.K.A. quality time spent together. Okay, A.K.A. Molly tried to kidnap me to take me to, like, Piggly Wiggly Walmart. or something. It was Walmart or Kroger. I was going Very to early. That's even farther. That's even further. I just wanted you to go grocery shopping, but then I didn't want to do it alone. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I have to I go have turn on this job application. I'm too scared. Will you come with me? And you were like, you were almost going to come got with me. me. The anxiety spoke to me. <laughs> I got my answers, and they're not what I expected. Literally, the both. The but two, they look pretty close. The two that I was like, these are the two that I thought I was going to get. Physical so, touch and receiving yeah, gifts. Yeah, so I thought I was going to be the bitch that got receiving gifts because I fucking mm-hmm. love a gift. Mm-hmm. I love, so my breakdown is nine for words of affirmation, eight for physical touch, six for receiving gifts, five for active service, and two for quality oh time. Oh my gosh. I think quality time is so low because we live together. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, all the time... So, like, we already do that. All the questions about spending quality time, it's like, that was an hour ago when uh-huh, we made uh-huh. dinner together. Like, like, that's not special. Like, it's uh-huh. nice, but, like, I'm not missing it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, that happens all the time, and I know yeah. what that looks like. That makes sense, though. Um, acts of service I enjoy, but I'm also, like... Like, the other day, Sam asked if he wanted me to... Or he wanted... If, if I wanted him to go pick up groceries, mm-hmm. because, um... My, uh, I was doing something for school and I just didn't have time and it was like really nice, but I always, mm-hmm. I also got really nervous that he wasn't going to get the right stuff. The stuff you want, uh-huh. And so I was like, oh. You're too controlling to like, yeah, a little, mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like he does like a lot around the house, like he cooks mm-hmm. and he does the dishes and stuff like that. So also he already does that. So it would mean, mm-hmm. it already means enough. Yeah. So then receiving gifts, I love a goddamn gift. Mm-hmm. Like he sent me flowers on the first day of school and that I was very cried. Mm-hmm. Like. Love gifts. Love little, like, I'm thinking of you. And I like gifts. Mm -hmm. I think I give, like, that's my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if I can pick something up for somebody, like, even just, like, a candy bar or a drink. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I gave a couple teachers that were having rough days on Monday, like, little Mm -hmm. candy bags. Yeah. And it was just, like, I like doing that. to show. I think that that may be mine, too, as showing it. Because I'm just always, like, what's a really good gift I can get for somebody? Right. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy... Like, being a person that gives good gifts. And, like, mm-hmm. I put a lot of stake into um, if the gift I'm giving to that person will mean something to that person. Or, like, yeah. if they're going to enjoy it and going to like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a really hard time. I love surprises myself. Mm-hmm. And I like surprising people. Mm-hmm. So, like, me and me, one of me and Sam's biggest things is, like, he does not care about surprises. Not like mm-hmm. he doesn't like them. It's just, like, he's like indifferent about them yeah so for the past like two christmases and birthdays he's mm-hmm. picked out his gifts uh-huh. and like s- literally sent me a list mm-hmm. or just taken my credit card and bought it for himself uh-huh. and that drives me absolutely fucking insane <laughs> because i like to give people stuff that they're gonna like so for a while i like rejected it. i was like no mm-hmm. i'm gonna get you something and he was like what if i don't want it mm-hmm. and it like crushed me and so mm-hmm. i had this like need to fulfill this like standard that he was holding and it wasn't he was holding a standard or anything it was me mm-hmm. like putting I don't know it on a pedestal of like I have to get Sam something he's gonna love and he does like my gifts but if I had just let him mm-hmm. do what he wanted he would have mm-hmm. liked it more mm-hmm. so that was a fun thing that I had to do yeah. um, but I thought that mine would be getting gifts more because I just really mm-hmm. like when people pick up like like oh Laura likes Dr. Pepper I'm just gonna get her one while yeah. I'm at the gas mm-hmm. station or um Dropping something off on my desk, like I do, yeah. and so like. But you're good at that. You tried to get me like a drink and candy when I, uh, I when did. we went to Hamilton. I like doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, physical touch that I love uh-huh. touching people. <laughs> I love touching people. I like touching Sam. Like it's like a joke with me and him that mm-hmm. like as the night progresses and we're sitting on the couch, I will get closer, and more closer, like on top, of and him. I will just touch him. 
more and more Uh as like the minutes go on Uh and he'll end up with like I am on top of him Uh almost Uh and he's just like why is this happening (laughs) we are we are here together (laughs) why do you have to be touching me and like it's the worst Mm -hmm. I travel a lot we travel a lot Mm -hmm. and I was gone somewhere I was gone to Disney this summer I I left Mm -hmm. for Disney and I was gone seven days ten days Mm -hmm. and uh I got back and it was like, I touched his face a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I like touching mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I like, like touching. And so I got back and I was like, touching his face and holding his hand, holding his arm. And like, he's like, what are you, what, I'm right here. It's fine. And I was like, I know, but I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. I like to uh-huh. touch. Um, and he's not, he's fine without that. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's me who's like, I like to touch. I like to be clinging to your body. I literally, I want to cling to you, uh-huh. your mind. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's him who's like, mm-hmm. um, so I thought that would be higher. And then words of affirmation. I also just like to be told I'm doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of those kids in class that's like, I wish the teacher mm-hmm. would have told me like, proud of you. You're doing a great job. There was uh, some question on one of the tests I took. Um, maybe that big five one. Um, that was like do you try to impress, like, teachers or authority, even if you don't particularly like them? And I was like, turn that slider all the way up. Like, I like, like, today, a teacher on my hallway came and said, thank you. And I was like, thank you for what? For what? Mm-hmm. And he said, thank you for caring about your job. Thank you for taking an interest in these kids. We've had some teachers in the past who don't. And um, you can really tell the kids really like coming to your class. Oh, good. And this and that. And I was like... And I don't really even like him that much. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you tell me I do a good job. Like, you told me I do a good job. Mm-hmm. And it was just very happy. Um, I was very happy that he told me that. And mm-hmm. I like that. But I, from my partner, I guess that I would enjoy that mm-hmm. a lot. Like just being told like I'm doing a good job or like they love mm-hmm. me or they're proud of me. But it would probably be like very close words of affirmation and physical touch. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was just rushed and it would have been the other one if I wasn't. I also like giving those, like, I like telling people when they're doing a good job Mm -hmm. because I want that. Mm -hmm. So, like, Mm -hmm. there's a teacher today that I asked all my kids today privately who their favorite teacher was, and Uh majority overall Mm -hmm. was this one math teacher. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped her later and I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing a great job because all of these lower level quotations um, kids Mm -hmm. really like you Mm -hmm. and... They could have said anybody, and they said you, and so, mm-hmm. and, like, her pod, her, like, group of teachers mm-hmm. is a good group of teachers, so mm-hmm. for them to say her overall was yeah really good, and so I like telling people that. Yeah. But I like the love language thing. It kind of shows you a lot. Yeah. It lets you be able to tell your partner what you need. Yeah. What you want and what will make your relationship better. Thank you. Yeah, you're three. You do not like touching people. <laughs> Um, your first two were only one off, and then third one, only two away, and mm-hmm. mine are, the first two are two away, and then one two. Right. Yeah, th- like I said, like, I like a cuddle, um, I think you could ask William, though, that I have, like, a low threshold. Like, he likes to rub my arm, mm. and sometimes I'm just like, okay, legs. I'm overstimulated, yes. so, don't, don't touch <laughs> me now. Like, don't touch me. That's Sam. I mean, I like, I can touch... Mm-hmm. I could cuddle all night. I could spoon mm-hmm. all night. I could, like, literally while we're mm-hmm. sleeping, he gets so overstimulized that mm-hmm. he literally is like, okay, your side. <laughs> and in uh-huh. my sleep, I mm-hmm. would, like, reach my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just put it lightly on his shoulder. Don't forget about me. Or, yeah, literally in my head, I'm like, I'm still, still right here. Like That's I'll put funny. it on his shoulder mm-hmm. or his head or in his hair. Uh-huh. And he likes when I, um, like. Scratch his head, and so yeah. that's where I'll start. I was gonna say, I like just, scratching it just head. to get uh-huh. the, the touch in going. there, uh-huh. and then eventually my hand will stop scratching, and so mm-hmm. then it'll just be touching, and it's like I won. Mm-hmm. I yeah. won. I think I've won. actually gotten more touchier during our relationship from like playing off of him, both like right. intentionally and unintentionally. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I uh, can uh, empathize with Sam. I, like I definitely have like a okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> Not yeah. like I'm done with you. That's, but that's like, what Sam. I am Sam done with the situation. Like, okay, stop. <laughs> but I like a touch. 
I want to know what Sam's is. Do you know what Williams is? I don't. Um, I I would guess physical touch. We've talked about it. I want to say his is actually like quality time or words of affirmation the highest. I'll make him take it. I was, um, but no, I don't know off the top of my head. I think I honestly like Sam doesn't care about uh, physical touch. He's really not like overly like he likes probably acts of service actually. It would probably be acts of service. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, and then just for fun, as uh for our last one, we took well some of us took the uh Big Five movie star test. So. The Big Five measures you on openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, neuroticism, um, and it makes the acronym uh, OCEAN. Um, and so this test like measures you and then measures you against a celebrity that is supposed to also be similar based on other people's guessing. Like it's not that they have taken this test. Um, I've taken it before, and it was, ooh. yes, um, and it was interesting because I was really close to the person I got, and I got, uh, Nicole Kidman. I took it this time, and I got, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, um, which is also pretty close. I mean, you can see, like. So this is what you got this time? Yes. This I thought you got the girl that I got. Well, because I was like, huh, I wonder if I could get Nicole Kidman again. So I went, the first time I took it, you can narrow it down by either, um, Oh. If they match your gender or any gender. So the first time I just did any gender, so it gave me a male, because um, I was close to Daniel J. Lewis. The second time I said, just give me women, and I got Carrie Mulligan, who, we don't really overlap, we just have kind of the same, like, shape. So, like, distance apart our dots. Um, so, yeah, Daniel Day Lewis, Carrie Mulligan, and you got Carrie Mulligan? I got Carrie Mulligan, it? but I don't have my um, thing. Your dots, yeah. Maybe um, it's I was average on openness. In here. Oh, that's really close. Um, Those are my dots. I was average on openness, average on conscientiousness, below average on extroversion, so more introverted, uh, high on agreeableness, and above average on neuroticism. Laura, would you get? Above average on everything. Above average on, yeah. My, like, biggest peak is agreeableness. You're very agreeable. And my lowest is neuroticism. Nice. Neuroticism. Nice. And on reading comprehension. Nice. I'm a teacher. So guys, why do we like personality tests? Why does why does the genuine population Because I'm narcissistic and I love to know everything about me. That's Molly's, my reason. Molly, you took the what cheese are you test, right? What cheese are you? No. It was a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, I did take that a while. It was a while ago. I don't remember what I got. Um, but uh, no, I do I love. If you took it. I like. I've always That's been fascinated by like why with. people hmm. are the way they are. Um, so like. I, that was gonna be my guess. Is I think we like uh, categorizing ourselves. Yes. Yeah, I like. I like knowing that my feelings have a like method yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. That, like, there are personality traits inside me and other people like me. Like, that yeah. I'm in a in a box. That there are other people like me that I can, like, diagnose my personality a little bit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that I, like, oh, that's because I'm an NEFJ. Mm-hmm. Or that's because I'm a four. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all of our fours are, like, you know, like, different things like that. Yeah. What, what were you going to finish saying, Molly? Um... Oh, just, like, even if it's, like, bullshit stuff, like, even if these personality mm-hmm. tests are, like, some of them, like, you know, aren't super accurate, I still think it's just, like, fun. Uh, yeah. To get, I, I guess, like, also to kind of get to know yourself more. Like, mm-hmm. right. like these personality quizzes kind of break down your personality and gives you better insight as to uh, yeah as, and i've heard i don't know how accurate the enneagram test is but like i have heard that that is a like super accurate way to like really figure out hmm. how you work as a person and like how to work on yourself and like make yourself better in a way i think like like my hmm. friend well there's a lot of like my friend sorry. hannah who's like super into it she like uses it to try to understand her other friends um because she perceives things differently 
And so she has to recognize that her, like, number uh, is different from other people, and that's why she reacts. What is her number? I think she's, like, a two. Has she, like, tried to guess what you are? Yeah, or she, has she, just, like, she asked knew you? what I was. She said, I, because I took the test the first Which... time, and I got a two, and she got pissed and was like, no, <laughs> you're not a two, you're a nine. Um, that's funny. And so. Uh, Sounds like a four thing to say. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> we don't care about anybody else. I don't know what any of the other signs are and I don't or numbers are and I don't care. Yeah. So fun, narcissism, categorization, understanding. Yeah. Sounds right to me. I think so. So what is everybody else's? Leave us a comment or tweet us or um let us know what you are. Take these tests. We'll leave the um Yes, all the links. We'll leave all the links to all the tests that we talked about. Um Tell us if you in the description. Tell us if you think we're right about ourselves. If you know enough about us after fifty Ooh, episodes. It doesn't matter, I'm not changing. There's <laughs> oh a, no, I'm not saying we have to there's change. There's a four. <laughs> I hate it, but I'm not gonna change. Um But yeah, take it and let us know. And if you have any more suggestions for personality tests like this, like there was a couple Ooh, more. Definitely. Um, that we could have taken. Yeah. Let us know. We'll take them. Let us know if you know any good, uh, like, Enneagram or uh, Myers-Briggs uh, memes. memes, meme pages. Love a meme. Because I'm definitely going to scroll through this Instagram Laura was uh, looking at for quite a while. For quite a while. Yeah. Uh, what do we say at the end of the podcast? Though? I mean, I think that's good. I think we're good. Um, I think if you want to hear more. You should go to um, iTunes Mm -hmm. or YouTube. Mm -hmm. We're there. You can listen to all of our episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you to Kevin McLeod Mm -hmm. for our music, Digital Lemonade. Thank you to all of you for listening. 50th episode. Thank you for listening to us for 50 episodes. Molly. Who are we? We are... Thankful. No, I was gonna say something stupid. We are the tigers. My name is Tigers. Um, <laughs> I'm Laura. I'm Molly. I'm Bailey. And this has been our three cents. Bye. Bye. Bye.